0: Welcome, y'all. Hey, Stump. What's up, Miss Tammy? I'm so glad you're here. You know, I'm kind of glad I'm here,
1: too. Awesome. I'm sorry I had to kind of, like, squeeze you to get you to commit. Hey, hey, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, I know. I went through my whole list, and I was like, I don't want to ask him again so soon, but I appreciate you being here. I'm glad to be here. I do have a complete corrections corner from the last time you and I were together, You were talking about having a radio face, and I went, you got a radio face, baby, and that was so rude, and I, you have a million-dollar movie face, (laughs) so I want to correct that right now. You you, don't have a radio face. Can you go tell them that? Tell who? Whoever's going to give me the million dollars. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as soon as they listen to this, they're just going to be like, I got to get that stomp guy. He's got a million-dollar Hollywood face. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to have to let me go in your coattails to
0: get famous. Drag along, baby. Mm. The only thing that I would rather be doing right now would be... Playing bourree? mm, Didn't think about that. Okay, Downstairs with Harold cooking a chicken spaghetti. Oh, wow. You knew that was coming.
1: I know. Y'all have this spoken love for one another, not an unspoken love. What a bond. Two cooks. A chef... Mm. And Amir Cook. I, just did shit. It. I know. So Stump had some wings right before, and he may be picking his teeth during and that's just something you're gonna have to deal with. I'm gonna do my best. Um, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast I put out with my friend Heidi, but we do have a new intro and you People will have heard it. Wait, you talking about Hot Heidi? That I could have did her roof? <laughs> That's right. You Bam! could have done her mom's house roof. Yeah. So, I do want to give a shout out to Zydeco Mike and B.B. Peters for that awesome intro that I have now. Sounds more like South Louisiana than that banjo stuff.
0: Gotta lie, love you some Zydeco. Oh,
1: Lord. Makes me want to dance, baby. Makes me want to dance. And I'm also doing a new thing called Tammy's Faux Pas of the Week. <laughs> Mm. Because I'm always fucking stuff. <laughs> Thanks for breaking that to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we went the other night to play pool and I was playing with my son and the kids like to, I say kids, they're adults, but I still call them my kids. They're still kids. Exactly. They'll always be my kids. So we're playing pool and what's the little blue chalk that you put on the end? It's just chalk. Chalk. Okay. I didn't want to confuse it with the hand chalk. Right. Stick chalk. Right. Yes, I, I don't know. So, I had the blue chalk. My kids like to pump five-hour energy on me whenever I go out because they're afraid I'm going to go to sleep at like 8.30 at the bar. Um, Because because do. I, I do go to sleep early, but... <laughs> So I went down to put the cap on my five hour. Oh, by the way, when I drink a five hour energy, I just sip it. So I get just like 30 minutes of energy at a time instead of the whole five hours at once. <laughs> and I went special. to, I know it's just so, it's so extra Tammy, but I went to put the lid back on the five hour energy and I took the little blue chalk thing and I put that on because I just completely didn't realize I had the blue chalk thing in my hand. Not a great faux pas, but a faux pas nonetheless. Oh, that was the cap. Yeah. I, got I was. Go- I went to grab the cap for the five-hour energy. I grabbed, grabbed the blue chalk instead.
0: Very fitting.
1: Yes, that's me.
0: For those of you that don't know her. Yeah.
1: I do so many things
0: wrong. She is special. <laughs> Extra special.
1: All right. This is a cuckoo crazy story. It took me hours to research it. You told me I was going to be excited about it. Well, it's recent, for one. And there was so much information, I had to edit it down. So even if you have questions, I might know the answer from memory. But I am drinking, so that's questionable.
0: Thank the good Lord. That I'm drinking? Yes. Okay. All right. So I went to Wikipedia. Just FYI, Uh, I'm not drinking, y'all. Yes, you are. Oh, what are you drinking, (laughs) Stump? I'm drinking, I'm drinking my manly drink, my favorite of all time. It's 14. 14. 14. Seven. Oh. And seven <laughs> equals 14. I should have got that. I've never heard that before though. Although this is diet sprite, it's still seven, okay? Yeah. Absolutely, it's still seven. I agree.
1: I mean, you got to watch the carbs, right? We talked about this last time. Oh, well, we did. That's right. Yes, we
0: did. Oh, uh, also, new edition. <laughs> you asked for an ice bucket. Hey, next next we'll be on YouTube soon, y'all. No, no, we won't.
1: <laughs> no, because then I'll have to fix my hair and put makeup on. I want to do that every single time I podcast. I'll bring my radio face. You got no. You got a million dollars. Okay, <laughs> stop it. Okay, let me tell you where I went. Wikipedia, GreenvilleOnline.com, that's Greenville, South Carolina, I guess that's their newspaper. There is a three-part series on investigation discovery called Serial Killer Devil Unchained. I watched the whole thing, and all the outtakes, and all the extras. Really? Really? Yes, so much information on this. As a matter, what, what, what was the name of that again? Serial serial killer, Devil Unchained, Devil Unchained. And I watched it, um, like on demand. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have access to Investigation Discovery or yes, e- yes, yeah, you yes. can watch it. Because I know people these days are not. They're getting out of cable
0: and they're. He he sounds like um somebody. I'm gonna say you filthy motherfucker.
1: Absolutely, fucking yep. And there may even be a piece of this that comes back to memory for you, because when I started doing the research, I was like, oh my god, I remember when that particular thing happened. Really? Yes. Exciting. It was that prevalent. Okay, um... This three-part series came out in 2019, so... Thomas, it, so this is relatively new. Yes, it covers a lot. I want to tell you a lady who's the investigative journalist on it because I think she did a really great job. Her name is Maria Oz. So if I talk about Maria sometime in here, she's the person who is reaching out to this per, this killer, who is interviewing him, who is doing all this legwork and really great. Maria Oz? A-W-E-S. Okay. Okay. Todd Colehep. Have you ever heard that name? Nope. You are about to get very familiar with him. Born March 7th, 1971 in Florida. However, he was raised in South Carolina and Georgia. He's a mere child. He's only a few years older than younger than
0: me. <laughs> older than me. He's a lot younger than me. Well, not that many. No. Enough to be younger. He's old enough
1: to be a dick in today's age. His parents divorced when he was two years old. His mother got custody of him, but right away she married another man after the divorce. At some point, his mom's divorced and married again, and Todd was sent to live with, with his grandparents on their farm, which a lot of serial killers seem to get shipped off to other relatives for some reason,
0: in my research. Yeah, and, and they blame it on that. Mm. I call bullshit, but... I mean... Anyway,
1: he recalls abuse, which included getting shocked by a cattle prod from his grandfather on the farm. Probably because he deserved it. Probably. I mean, kids do need a good spanking every now and then. I wish my daddy would have just prodded (laughs) me with a cattle prod. One and done, right? Yeah. Yeah no okay dad i get it no my dad would be like you want the beating or you want to talk i'm like just give me the beating and get it over with i don't need the talk yes yes don't
0: i he gave me one talk and uh, it was worse than all the beatings i had don't tell me how disappointed you are oh in my me God. so uh todd recalls
1: that he was prodded with a cattle prod by his grandfather and he says he has no love for his family he blames his mom for his bad childhood, and he said his biological dad was cruel and irresponsible.
0: Oh, he sounds like a saint.
1: What a gem. Todd Cole help was described as a troublesome child in nursery school. He was known to be aggressive toward other children and would destroy their toys at the age of nine when he started undergoing
0: counseling. Now I'm laughing my ass off. Right? already.
1: I mean, like kids fucking fight at school. Right. Today, if your kid bites another kid, they get sent the fuck home, though. Like, the biting is where they draw the line. Yeah, yeah, you're not welcome. (laughs) Right. So, he was also described as explosive and preoccupied with sexual content. I feel like at nine, you shouldn't be preoccupied with sexual. You should be out, like, riding your bike. Digging in the dirt, playing with mud. I don't know. Am I wrong? You're a dude. No,
0: I was thinking. I'm okay with him being involved in sexual content, at, at nine? but not at nine. No, right, I didn't right, think right. about that. Yeah, he also
1: displayed cruelty to animals, shooting a dog with a BB gun and killing a goldfish with Clorox bleach. So you need to mute, mute your phone. By the way, was that a text from Roofclaim.com customers? You might want
0: to give a plug here. Yeah. Well, you know, last night Tell me. Oh, we had a terrible sleep? storm. Did you sleep through all of that? No, I did not. It was
1: it was pretty horrendous. So any of my local listeners in the Louisiana area, we had a terrible storm. If you need roof replacement,
0: stomp your man. Give give the info stomp. Um I work for roofclaim dot com. We're one of the largest roofing companies. In the nation, we're in nine states. Um, I
1: believe you're also a sponsor of LSU Athletics.
0: I think I saw that on the sign. We are. We are the official roofing contractor of the yeah. LSU Tigers. That's what I'm talking about. Go Tigers. That's strong. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you need work with your roof, if you have roof damage, if you think you have roof damage, call me. I will go out there and assess the damage. We'll file a claim with the insurance company, and we'll let them do what they're supposed to do and pay for it. And give them that phone number, Stump. You pay for your deductible, and the insurance pays the rest. Call me, Stump, 225-348-1222. Heidi, I can even do your roof in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) After you were on the podcast
1: last time, I had two people tell me, two, I wish I would have known before because we just had our roof redone. So, you might get a customer or two out of this. I, 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 I'm I'm hopeful. I'm, tell them, tell when you call Stump, tell them you heard it on Grits with a side of murder.
0: Tell them, I'll give you a... Very good roof. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't tell him you heard it on the Side of Murder, he's not going to give you a very good yeah, roof? That's questionable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like I said, when he was nine, he got put in a mental institution. It was actually Georgia Psychiatric Hospital and because of his inability to get along with At other nine. children. Yes. Do you? I, mean, I wholeheartedly believe in counseling. I know a lot of people these days do not.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt, 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 cunt.
0: The big comfy couch. I, I'm not saying I shouldn't have been put in a mental institution <laughs> at some point. Not at nine.
1: I mean, I I feel like <clears throat> there was more shit than I just told you that got him into a mental. Like you breaking toys.
0: Obviously, you killed a goldfish. Yeah. D- yeah. There's more to the story. I, I, I mean, I. I don't think I've ever killed a goldfish, but I bet you there's people that killed a goldfish, yeah. whether it was on purpose or not. Right, it's probably happened. Well, as we will see, he has always ha- probably. Oh he no, he always has I excuses. Did. I did. Oh, you did? I did.
1: You're a serial killer. No, what would you do? I ate a live goldfish. <gasps> that was on a bet, though. Yes, that's like some happy days shit I saw on the Fonz and whoever Reggie yeah, Cunningham. We
0: was um. We was doing what you call a um, oh, carnival? Man. No, no. We was on a um, merry-go-round, the way you're doing your hand. Yeah, I don't no, know. No. I'm Come sorry on. I'm Think not inside your it. head. Think, James. We was doing a, you got to go places and find oh, this,
1: a, oh, a scavenger hunt.
0: Scavenger hunt. We was on a scavenger hunt, and that was one of the things we had to eat a live go oh. Had to go buy it out of Walmart and eat it. Ew. But that's and they not. stuck me with that. Yeah. Well, you did it. Yeah, I was made to do it. Yeah. I but here, but, but also
1: you're competitive. This, this wasn't purely about murdering a goldfish. This was about winning a game. Right. You got that right. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right. So at 12 years old, Todd goes to Tempe, Arizona to live with his biological father. He took his father's surname at that time because when he was with the step dads he wound up getting their surname somehow like got that. adopted maybe. yes so uh he began working a, a number of local jobs he's 12 like what, what what's
0: he doing walking dogs throwing newspapers you can't even clean a good toilet at 12 no he also, i mean unless unless you my daddy's son you're right because
1: <laughs> my mama's daughter yeah that's how i would say it He also inherited his father's hobby of collecting weapons and was taught by his dad how to, quote, blow things up and make bombs. (laughs)
0: Nothing can go good from this. (laughs) Nothing.
1: He had a stellar, solid foundation in his youth. Despite this, their relationship deteriorated, deteriorated due to his father's absence with a number of girlfriends. And Todd Colehep expressed a desire to return to his mom. Though she kept trying to get make excuses to get him to stay with his dad, he's he's still twelve at this point. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. It started at twelve. He might be thirteen. I, I'm gonna tell you. Okay.
1: This first time he got in trouble. Okay. November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty six. So he's fifteen. He's still in Arizona. He kidnapped a fourteen year old girl, a neighbor girl, with a twenty two caliber revolver brought her back to his house, tied her up, taped her mouth shut, and raped her. Fifteen. Here we go. Here we go. Afterwards, he walked her home. Courteous. But he threatened to kill her He's young- a nice rapist. Right. But he threatened to kill her younger siblings if she told anybody about... I mean, like... I would still go straight to the cops.
0: <laughs> uh, well, well no, Any, any... Insane person, right? When I guess. No, I'm not calling her insane. No, right? no, no. She yeah. was frightened, obviously. She was frightened, but, but she she still went to the cops. For this kid at 15 years old to have the knowledge, the gun, to the tape, the rope. To say if you say anything, I'm gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. Not you, mm-hmm. your siblings. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. He could have done so much. More with his life is what I'm thinking. Well other than being a damn murderous raper. We'll see what he does with his life. So I guess she did go
1: to the cops because he was charged with kidnapping, sexual assault, and committing a dangerous crime against a child.
0: I don't like how you said
1: he was charged. He was charged, but guess what? Yep. He pled guilty when he was sixteen. Oh. He pled guilty to the kidnapping charges. And the other charges got dropped. Yep, he was sentenced to 15 years in prison and, and had to served register. Too. <laughs> no, he actually served more. Um, he served. He was sentenced to 15 years and he had to register as a sex offender. That's another thing too.
0: That shit follows you for a long fucking time. You, know, I don't know if you remember about my story, my son who did nothing wrong. No. Do we want to talk about it or no? I I, I, I mean, I guess we can. Off air? No. It, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, in okay. my opinion. Okay. What happened was, he in high school, he a kid took a picture under a teacher's dress. Oh. Sent it to people. Sent it and to people. And everybody who
1: got the and picture? And it got to
0: him. And he sent it. My son sent it. So, so everybody who got the picture and forwarded it. He was charged with video voyeurism. Which, s- if he's convicted, he has to register right sure as a sex child? offender. Oh my god! This kid done. I mean, I'm not saying it's not wrong. I I understand. No, he's got to register as a sex offender. So no. Anyway, he was. It was 30 kids, I think, and he was the only one charged as an adult because he was 17. The rest of them was 16 and oh. under, and it was like only him. All the other kids. kind of yeah files were saved yeah went by the wayside for the rest of them and um we fought that for a year what a nightmare and thank god it got dropped good oh okay that's awful
1: so while he was in prison he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder I also said he had a IQ, a IQ of 118, which is considered above average.
0: That's about mine, I think. Well, there you go. But you oh, you've done something. Maybe it's 18. Oh no, <laughs> I
1: know. I know people who have like a 70. You're way, <laughs> way above a 18. You're at least a 100, if not 118. Thanks for the credit. Yeah, I'm serious. So, so talking to Todd today in jail. When you ask him about the situation with the girl, the 14-year-old, he said, oh, the whole thing was a big misunderstanding. I thought she liked me. I didn't force her. Like, he always has an excuse. Right. Because he's smarter than
0: an average bear. But also, dude, do you really believe that in your mind? Because if that's the case, that's scary, too. And, yeah, I mean, I hate to say that, but it might be. You know, he might really believe that. But I don't know. I'm not, you know, I wasn't there, so. Right, right. So, he got released in
1: august 2001 he was 30 so he served 14 years of the 15 year sentence well good good for our judicial system yes good for arizona because that don't normally happen you're right you got six years two months and you're done
0: the last podcast i did with you that that's one of the biggest things that killed me was the time he didn't serve exactly because he kept going over and over
1: and over and getting released and getting released so immediately so he's 30 at this point when he gets out he's immediately like fuck arizona i'm going back to south carolina where my mom lives yeah get the fuck out of (laughs) here i get in trouble Mm mm-hmm however while he was how was that that sip yep. was delicious. Okay, just checking. Crown and water. Mostly crown right now.
0: So she has no water up here by I the way. I don't. I have I have
1: ice. That counts. Oh, that else. is water. Yeah, it's frozen. Okay. While he was in prison, that from fifth, from 16 years old to 30, he got a bachelor's degree in computer science. I knew it. Central Arizona College bachelor's degree so he goes back to south carolina spartanburg to be exact and
0: can from you say that again where at spartanburg south carolina uh, you, you know i'm a true spartan so are you EA, baby. oh ea, EA that's baby. right
1: that's your high school <laughs> yes okay <laughs> i would have never made the connection so from january so he gets out in august 2001 from january 2002 to november 2003 He's working a job. That's almost two years. I know. He's working as a graphic designer. He is also studying at Greenville Technical College. Then he transferred to the University of South Carolina. Got another bachelor's degree in business administration and marketing.
0: Yeah, so he moved to South Carolina. That's right. After he got out of prison. Right. So let me get the hell out of here. Yeah. Still bettering himself. Right, right.
1: Got a job. Uh, Then he decided he wanted to get a real estate A real estate license in south carolina so june 2006 he lied about his felony charge but on his application the kidnapping thing and the rape but he got his real estate
0: license but he was only charged with kidnapping he was only kidnapping convicted of kidnapping he only pled to it but that's still felony. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, you know, when you're getting your real estate right, license, right. apparently somewhere on the application, check this box if you've ever been convicted of a felony. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I don't need to check that. So he gets his real estate license, and he says he was basically just getting that. To make yourself another one, buddy. Oh, my God. You thinking I'm finished already? That just sounded like an empty cup of ice right there. Um. He became, he only wanted to get the real estate license to like pad his resume. He became a top fucking seller, started his
0: own fucking real estate agency and had people working for him. When you said he was going to get his real estate license, I just saw something, because I know it's going to not turn out good. Right. I just saw something that he, he had bigger visions than selling real estate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he did the crazy thing it's like it was almost like a joke to him when he got it but then he was like oh shit I'm making money hand over fist
0: damn this is easy right nothing like selling the roof
1: <laughs> he was selling the whole entire house not just the roof Right. My point. Yeah. It's so hard just to sell the roof. I would agree. Because most people are just like, mm, well, they don't think about the roof till water's leaking into their house and then it's.
0: Yeah. By the way, I need y'all to rip that metal off your roof. But then we'll have to put shingles on. Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so one of the customers who sold her home with Todd Cole have remembered him as Extremely outgoing, professional, but noted he would often talk about firearms and sometimes subtly used sexual innuendos during their conversations. Let's go back to his dad who taught him about <laughs> blowing shit up, blowing shit up, and raping girls. No, I don't know. No, Daddy didn't teach him I that. No, no. But I mean, that's got to be. I'm busy right now. Yeah, make your drink, and I'll f- I'll keep talking. So here we are, May 2014. We've, May 2014. yeah, we've we've bumped up a little ways. He purchased a nearly one ha- hundred acres of land located near Moore, South Carolina. Okay, that just makes me think of the Hundred Acre Woods from Winnie the Pooh. So 100
0: ac- that's the Hundred Acre Farm, I believe. Huh? The Hundred Acre
1: Woods, woods. in Woody- woods. Winnie the Pooh. So that's what he bought. Basically, was all woods. So the land was 300 and something thousand. Are you done with the ice bucket?
0: <laughs> I did that on purpose. I'm sorry.
1: I know you did. So guess, guess how much he spent on a fence to put around the 100 acre woods. 80 grand. 305 for the, the woods. Damn, that man can sell a house. Right? 80 grand for a fence. So let's just recap for a second. Sounds like he's trying to get his shit together. He's got an education, a couple of bachelor's degree, started his own real estate company, doing well. You you with me? You agree? No, I'm stirring my drink. Well, sit on in that chair right there and let me tell you. <laughs> he, 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 I'm about to tell you the best part of the story now. Yeah, I was listening. I, I was I listening. I know you were.
0: 2016.
1: I don't know if you remember this. The police found a girl, like you know those sea cans. Those, uh, yep, I know well. They found a girl. I remember seeing this on the news vividly. She had a dog collar on. She was chained to the wall of the sea can. And the police were. They had the cameras on their jacket, on their vests. Yeah. The whole fucking thing was filmed when they rescued her. She was one of the people on this guy's property. The 100-acre woods. Oh,
0: that was his... Did he, did he, like, have sea cans all over? He just had one. Okay. But, so on August 31st... I don't remember this. On August 31st, 2016,
1: he's 45 now. Kayla Brown, who's 30, and her boyfriend, Charlie Carver, 32, went missing, and the last place they were supposed to be going to was to go clean Todd Cole helps residents out in the Hundred Acre Woods. Oh. Yeah. After a few days of not hearing from Kayla and Charlie, the parents on both sides filed missing persons reports. What? I see your wheels. Is
0: this in South Carolina? Yes. Is it starting to ring That's, a bell? That's start. I think, I think. And I could be wrong, but it, it. I think I remember the lady saying, or the mom saying... They was going to clean a house yeah they were going to clean a house and the mom Kayla's
1: mom I'm called the police I haven't heard from my kid. she's like but both sets of parents Charlie's parents and Kayla's parents were like we told the police they didn't really they didn't really do much to help Kayla's mom can you ping her cell phone? The police said no that's an invasion of her privacy and she said I pay her cell phone bill. Can you ping her cell phone? And they would not do it. Wow. Um, it's, it's not her cell phone, it's my cell phone. Yes. So it wasn't until in September. Now remember, this is August 31st. Right. Sometime in September, there were suspicious postings on Charlie's Facebook page, weird stuff. So they went to the police again and they finally agreed to ping the cell phones in September. The cell phone location were Todd Colehep's 100-acre woods. But it wasn't until November 3rd. God damn. Right? This is like a solid month at this yeah. point that they've
0: been missing. South Carolina police.
1: Kayla Brown was found by the authorities chained to the wall inside of a metal storage container. While the, So they knew her phone pinged there. So they basically just went out there. It's 100 acres. They start walking around. They hear someone banging on the sea can, yelling help from inside the container. And of course, they had to cut the lock off and of course get to her. And
0: I mean, did that take a month, too? No. OK.
1: I mean, if it did, they really edited the video very well online because it looked like it only took about five minutes. Oh, I think I do remember this yeah because like the girl has shortish red hair she's um very fair skinned and she's very lucid and coherent. when they take like she's like i know who did this to me i know what happened this is the guy's name blah 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 so so they find her and i already said all that part so they said do you know where charlie is her boyfriend she goes yes he got shot three times in the chest by Todd, and then she said he wrapped him in a tarp and put him in a tractor bucket, you know, the thing on the front? Yeah, front end loader. Right. She said, I never saw him again after that. So, they found his grave one day later. <laughs> Can wow. you believe this shit? Wow. All right. So, so now one while one group of cops is at the Hundred Acre Woods rescuing Kayla and doing all that... There's another group of cops at Todd's house, like, in town. He has this 100-acre woods, kind of like a camp, I guess. Then he has a house in town. They're at his house. Again, all these dudes are wearing the little cameras, so you get to see everything. That's called body cams, right? Body cams, yes. So, the detectives go to his house at the same time they're looking for Kayla out at the woods, and they're like, hey we got a search warrant. We need to come in and talk to you. He's like, okay, what's going on? Like he was yeah, go- yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Come on, guy. You want some coffee? <laughs> can I make your you drink? Oh, you're on duty. Okay. So they, what? Never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. say like that matters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they sit him down and you can see all this online. And one of the cops with him gets a call on the cell phone and you see him like answer it and kind of walk away from the video it's the cops at the Hundred Acre Woods telling them they found Kayla in the storage container. So while they're there serving a search warrant to Todd, they actually find Kayla. They find the girl. And they're like, uh, Mr. Colehep, we found Kayla. We have Kayla. And he's just like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, we have Kayla. We, we know what you did. Stand up. Turn around. You're under arrest. That's impressive. I mean... So no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was just kind of like, what the fuck at first? And I guess... Most people would be that way if they're trying to not get in trouble. But, dude. That's what I told my mama. What what are you talking about? Huh? (laughs) Huh? Yeah. So, they take him into custody, obviously. And they start searching his property. And let's see what else they find. Mm, I don't like the way you said that. I already told you they found Charlie's body a day later. Right. Two more bodies are discovered. They were later identified as husband and wife, Johnny and Megan Coxie, 29 and 26, residents of Spartanburg, Berg, who were reported missing December 22nd, 2015, 2015. So like almost a year. Yeah, right now. Yeah. I'm Uh, belching. Were the wings good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or is it that seven up making you belch?
0: The seven, the seven carbonation? No. No, that never makes me belch. Lucky you.
1: So when they went to Megan and Johnny's family, they were they the family said they were hired to go do some cleanup on Todd Cole helps, help's property and we we said they were he, they were missing. Y'all didn't do it. It's the same kind of thing with Kayla and Charlie. You
0: you know I'm thinking now this is not the yeah. one I remember. It's not. Cuz this was a more yeah. local place in Somewhere's in Louisiana, but... That, so, that sounds like something I need to look up. And to yeah, story they, <laughs> I think they found some of the remains in a 55-gallon drum Ooh, of acid. That grosses me out. So, so think about that. Ugh, uh, Maybe we can podcast about that one. You'll get one more out of... Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> also, searching the property,
1: they uncovered numerous weapons, including... Pistols outfitted with suppressors, semi-automatic rifles. Uh, They couldn't even count the amount of ammo this dude had. And think about this. He has a felony charge,
0: so he's not even supposed to have guns. He can't have guns. Can't have guns. How'd he get all the guns? Well, I mean, don't they make laws and rules for the honest people? That's it.
1: Yeah. You're keeping the honest people honest. That's all you're doing. That's it. You're right. Just like if they try to take away guns... The criminals are still going to get the guns. That's right. That's they why they called
0: it. That's why they they got a black market out there. They... Look look at this dude. He's right. He can get whatever he wants. You might have
1: to pay a little more for it. If the anyway, if the serial numbers filed off, you may not have to yeah. pay a little more. Uh, well, true that. True that. All right. They found some online evidence too. This is
0: going to crack you the fuck up. They went on Amazon. You do know, so now i got to laugh my fucking ass off. Well, no. Whether whether I'm cracked up or not. You're going to be
1: cracked up. Okay, all right. They went on Amazon. He had written reviews on padlocks, folding shovels, tarps, all kinds of shit like that. (laughs) The first review, solid padlocks, have five on a shipping container. It won't stop them, but it'll sure slow them down till they are too old to care. He wrote that on an Amazon fucking wow. review. Oh, okay, all F- right. Folding shovel. Keeping car for when you have to hide the bodies, and you left a full-size shovel at home. Does not come with a midget, which would have been
0: nice. Wow. That's what it says. Most impressive.
1: Yes, this was his...
0: Yeah, I mean... C- That blew my... That's something that he wrote, and it's it's proven that he wrote that. Yes, ballsy as fuck. His Amazon
1: account. Yeah, I give a fuck. Writing reviews about shit he used to capture, kill, hide bodies. Yeah. Okay. Oh, side note, because I couldn't really figure out where to fit this in, but I thought it was very curious. The male victims that they found on the property, not the female, didn't have
0: any feet or shoes. No feet, no shoes. Okay, I'm I'm putting some thought to this right now. Did he do that before he killed him, or after he killed him? Did he do it before he killed him so that he couldn't run away? <laughs> That's a good thought. Uh, I never thought. I'm just thinking. I don't know. I mean, I mean. So authorities asked him
1: about it, and he he would keep saying, "I didn't do that." The backhoe when y'all were digging him up did that or whatever. And the cops were like. We were watching the whole dig no and both guys got their feet and shoes chopped off completely by the backhoe and
0: they're missing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just yeah. full of shit, he did it. Oh yeah, absolutely. We we I got that. Yeah. But I'm wondering if he if he if he had some meaning behind it or, or if it's just something he did. This is what he said. Quote
1: My mom told me not to play with my food. That's all he would say about that. Your face says it all.
0: Oh, my God. Dude. What a freak.
1: I don't know. Like,
0: I don't even know. Pause.
1: I mean, do you need to go to the bathroom? Oh, you're just taking a sip.
0: A big sip. Much needed. You needed to wash those shoes and feet down. Oh, yay, yay, yay. Yeah. Damn. So when the
1: cops get him in... To the station. He's there. He's ready to talk. He says to him, I'm going to close a few cases for
0: you. That, I'm, look, and, and I, I said at the beginning, Uh he's a smart dude. He's, yep. That dude, it, I wish everybody could use their smarts for good things. Mm hmm. But I, I don't know. No, there's too many the
1: There's too many crazy, fucked up, shithead people out there. And a lot of serial killers, honestly, it seems like they're either one or the other. They have super high IQs. Right. Or they really are considered mentally retarded. Not right, my words, right. medical terminology. Right,
0: right, right, right.
1: So you want to hear about the cases he's going to close for them? Do I? I knew he wouldn't be able to wait. He claimed to have shot a victim in Arizona way back when. So he had been less than 15 because he went to jail. It was reported that the Tempe police department had begun. This is kind of like current day, had begun an investigation into his claims, searching through their unsolved homicides in the past three decades. But honestly, I don't really know how that ended. There's nothing on the Internet to confirm or deny whether he, other than his word that he killed someone in Arizona, they can't really find anything. So,
0: so wait a minute. The one he was convicted of—that was a kidnapping and rape of the girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But okay. he's telling
1: them now that he's in jail after they found Kayla in the sea can. He did kill. Somebody. He's like, I'm gonna close some cases. Let's start with Tempe, Arizona. I killed somebody then. And so, dude, he went in jail when he was 16. He had to have killed him right after he got out. He went back to South Carolina. Right. So. That's why he left Arizona so fast. Oh, maybe so. Maybe he shot somebody just like Killed on the way out. Yep. Yep. Uh, around the same time, police in Greer, South Carolina announced that they were naming him as a pers- person of interest in an unsolved 2003 bank robbery and triple homicide. Again, I cannot confirm or deny that at this point.
0: I said, yeah, I won a Jumla contest.
1: 2016. 2003. Oh. Oh, that's when the bank robbery happened. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know it was that recent. He also confessed to... Now this, I don't know if
0: I like the way you said that. What? How 2016? How long has it been since I won a like contest?
1: No, no, no. So 2003, but have you cooked in any since then?
0: All of them. All of them. I feel like
1: 2021 is your year, bro. <gasps> And August, I'm gonna, August, hey, August, August, August 27th, are y'all, the 29th. To, are y'all allowed to have sponsors? Yes. Because I want to put a banner grits
0: with a side of murder on your it, cooking tent. Hey, whoever is my sponsor, you will have a banner. I promise. Oh, I promise. Cool. We'll talk about that. Off That's air.
1: mandated. I will do it for real. I need some advertising. You're going to get it. Okay.
0: So here's the big one that he, Hey, can, you my co-sponsor. Who's your other sponsor? I, don't who, know. Well, it's Railroad Auto Plaza. Ooh. But that, Eric. Yep, I gotcha. He's not a nut either. He's not a nut? Okay. I mean. I mean, I've met him. Yeah, he, Okay, you have met He's him. I was
1: like, who, are we talking about the same guy? Nah, that's right. True love. Here's the biggie that he yes. confessed to. A 13-year-old cold case where a man walked into Superbikes Motorsports and killed four people. Kayla Brown again I remember that on video after they were rescuing her, she's in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. She's telling the police all this shit. She said Kayla Brown recalls that Todd liked to brag that he was a serial killer and a mass murderer. She said um, that he was the person who killed all the people at superbikes, motorsports. And he is quoted as saying, My golf game is weak, my kill game is strong. <laughs> What, the what a slogan! <laughs> bumper sticker. What a slogan! I think grits with a side and murder needs merchandise, and I think that would be a great bumper
0: sticker. Tiger, my, that'd my, be like that'd be like Tiger Woods saying, "My golf game is good, but not as good as my <laughs> ex wife's." That's
1: right. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm gonna tell you briefly what happened at Superbikes, November six, two thousand three. A customer found four people shot to death inside Superbike Motorsports, a motorcycle shop in Chesney, South Carolina. I do want to tell you the names of the victims. Owner Scott Ponder, he was only 30. Service manager Brian Lucas, he was also 30. Mechanic Chris Sherbert was 26. And their bookkeeper, Beverly Guy, was 52. And that was also the owner's mom. So that would be like me at my age right now, helping my kids out at their business right. and getting fucking shot and killed. Yeah, that... Oh, they all died, all four died from multiple gunshot wounds and it stayed unsolved until Todd went into the police station and said, I did super
0: bikes. Wow. Okay. He's in, we go back to these murderous rapists. Whatever the hell they are. did it it makes you sick. Yes.
1: But we can still we can still drink and laugh. Not at murder, but we can still drink and laugh at other stupid stuff. So when they're interviewing what? this guy and this is on camera, again, I there was so much shit. You could sit there for days and watch shit about this guy on video. He was saying things like tactical reload. I went back in to clear the building. He was full of nickel. Like, to me, he's using... he, And he's also saying, I use special bullets at the full police. Full nickel? Yeah, like, you know, old school bullets were made out of nickel. Yeah, okay, like you filled them with, yeah. with bullets? Yeah. Okay. And to me, some of the things he's saying sound like a trained... I mean, tactical reload. But he had
0: no military training, right? no. He didn't. I don't know. I'm a, no, I'm gonna tell you. Tell I me. do know. Tell me. Read too so many magazines. He had more than a 118 IQ. Oh, I, gotcha. I bet you. Uh, I don't know. He just sang, he seemed at nine years old. He seemed so smart. Very advanced for his age. Right. Mm. I don't know. Who am I to judge? I think we can judge this
1: motherfucker. Fuck him. We haven't killed anyone. That's who we are to judge this guy. And he's admitting it. Uh, they're not they're not taking him into court and getting him on circumstantial evidence. Right. He's sitting in the fucking police station in a witness interview room. Telling them he did this
0: fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I know I'm done, so here we go. Now I want I want all my glory. Exactly. I want all my glory.
1: That's the sickening part. Right. So he says not only around the same time as the Superbikes murders, he lived in an apartment complex. And because of his felony, I, and now why all of a sudden are you obeying the rules? Yeah. He had to put out the... I'm a, I'm
0: a, I'm a, um, yeah. a sex offender.
1: What's it called? The, where, yes, where they have to tell the neighborhood, they have yeah. to mail out shit to the neighborhood. Yeah, neighbors. I'm a sex offender. You exactly. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. So he lived in an apartment complex. He had to do that again. Why? You're going to obey the rules on that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to kill 10 people. <laughs> so fucking. So he says people were fucking with him in the apartment complex. <laughs> they were hanging shit. In the mailbox area, in the fucking, on people's doors. They were prank calling him, hanging up, you know, just just fucking it just with him. Just pissed him off. Exactly. So he says to the cops while he's in custody, he had two people try to jump him one night in the apartment complex. They failed. He said, quote, they're no longer with us. Fuck. He didn't know. So he couldn't tell the police. He said, I didn't know their names. I didn't take their wallets. I left all that shit there, but I took their bodies and I dumped them. And I can tell you where I dumped them, but that's all I can
0: tell you. Okay, wait, well, you said, like, he didn't take their wallets. He left all that shit there. Yep. He left a wallet, oh, or no, no, no. he just he left it in their pants. He left
1: it in their pants. Yeah, he, he just buried it. Yeah, he didn't take it like, wallet and everything. like a souvenir, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 right. And he never looked at their wallets. In other words, he didn't even no, know who no, he Yeah, yeah. Has, has no clue. No clue. Just know he killed him. Just like, you trying to fuck with me, yep. pow, Can't pow. Win. Can't win. You dead. Yeah. yeah. The police are a little skeptical, but throughout all this shit, he seems to be saying things like the motorbike, sport superbike's place. He knew details that only the person who killed him. You had to kill him to know. Yeah. Oh, by the way... I didn't oh, mention this yet. I love this. One more my thing. My favorite part. <laughs> he says he would go down to Juarez, Mexico for what he called a hunt club. And they would track and kill people down there. Wow. Now, his reason for doing this, he says, was because they were all bad people. They were drug dealers. And, you know, like I said, he has a reason for everything. The two guys jumped me. I had to kill them. Yeah, the, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Um. You know. I had to go down to Juarez and help him get rid of the druggies and the dealers and the yes. stupid ass motherfucker. So uh, he said that you could do this, and the police verified it. You can rent a plane, like a little personal. You can. Ser- he had his pilot's license, Bob, by the way. Oh, he did have a I pilot's to tell license. You that. Yes. Fuck him. He had, dude. Ugh. I feel like that even makes him even more intelligent because you definitely can't I, be an idiot and fly a plane. I knew it at nine. You did know it at nine. Fuck. <laughs> if you'd only been around, you could have stopped all of this stuff. Okay. So he said these guys that they were actually hunters. I was. I'm older than him. Yes. <laughs> no, but if you'd have been around at his place. In, in South Carolina. Yeah, that
0: motherfucker should have come to Louisiana. And probably oh, that. he wouldn't know <laughs>
1: So he said that you can rent a plane and you can circumvent around all the fucking air traffic controller shit and you can get down there.
0: They probably don't have none in Mexico, I'm they just saying. Don't. And they probably
1: don't speak English if they do. I'm sorry, Mexico. <laughs> uh,
0: excuse me? <laughs> well, no, they don't.
1: Yeah. All right. So... This part of his confession the local police were like not our jurisdiction here FBI you you look the at that local US No the, so he's in Spartanburg County jail or whatever while they're talking yeah, to him. don't care about Mexico. Well they're just like this crosses the border you got FBI got to handle this shit. Okay all right. So they're like here FBI this is what he said. The FBI does say they're looking they has, they still have an active open case on him so I don't know you today can, 2021
0: we're yeah you can, active. you can take that, that 16 yes okay
1: you can take that for, for what it's worth <laughs> but they do move slow I can personally vouch for that
0: well listen what I don't know if this ain't the right thing to say say but. it I can edit it out if it's not the right thing oh okay so I'm not going to I'm not going to go try to solve no murders in Mexico oh you mean from here like yeah yeah, yeah. I mean we got enough issues I here I agree I agree okay alright so but so I said the wrong thing yet. Yeah, no no I, no okay. but if
1: I feel like if the FBI were to look at it it might be more than just Todd that Needs to be looked at. Oh, absolutely. So by looking at it, they might not be trying to, quote unquote, solve Mexico murders, but they might be trying to look at other guys who might also be murdering people in their neck of the woods. Screw that. I mean, like, in,
0: in, but in Mexico, they show, they show oh. truckloads, dump loads of bodies. Yes. So, I mean... Who am I to judge? Look. She's picking up her. She's picking up her half a gallon I'm of br- I'm open. I'm. I'm she's pull. drinking it out of the bottle. I'm y'all. sliding the cat the <laughs> the handle
1: over to the cup.
0: <laughs> Good fix. Here's the
1: thing. I agree with you. We need to focus on our shit here. Right. But there might be some tips the FBI can get. To catch some other bad guys. Here.
0: I, I I agree. Look, listen. Because if they shooting people
1: out in Mexico, they probably
0: shooting people here too. You can't just flip that switch on and off. No, there's too too much um conglomeration from Mexico mm. to the United States. Oh, cooperating and trading of of, of information. Yeah, and... I'm I'm you know I'm talking about I'm talking about the bad guys though. Oh, you know, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So, I, I mean, I still believe we live. In the best country in the world. One thousand um, percent. I wouldn't trade. <laughs> hell, I wouldn't trade Ascension Parish for nowhere no, else in the I world. Agree. I mean, that's not we don't have to use U.S. But no, it, I've I've lived in other countries. I have lived
1: oh. in other countries. And you I'm glad to hear you appreciate this place as much as you do. Because, oh, absolutely. Because if you went to other countries It would be times one thousand.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've gone to several. I think for visits. Canada, mix. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Only to come back. I lived in Saudi Arabia. I've never been there, and I'm not crazy. Well, Uh, you can't. You're not gonna ever be able to go there. Watch this today. I'm not leaving the United States. No, not today. I'm not. I have no desire.
1: Of all the shit I've seen recently on TV, I'm scared to even go to Mexico, to be perfectly honest would, with you. I'm
0: not. That's one of my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's right there. <laughs> all right, so I just want to
1: say one more thing before we get to his charges. Yes. There was a tape recording of him and his mom on the phone from jail. Because, you know, they record all that shit. And I don't understand why criminals don't fucking know that by now. And they say the stupidest fucking things on this fucking
0: goddamn recording. As smart as some of them are. This He'd, one is pers- smarter than most. Dude, he goes. So his mom talks to him, and she's like. But I also think, I think they don't really care. Once they know they're done. Now I want the world to know what I've done. I want to be infamous. Yes, know. yes. Not just famous, infamous. I mean, how many crime movies or crime shows do you watch and you say, look, you're going to be famous. Yes. Tell don't, us what don't, you did. Don't kill yourself.
1: Yeah, don't tell us what you did. Yeah, we can make tell him the him world grow. you're famous. You're, you're going right. to be famous. You're Fuck them. 1,000% right. Blow
0: his fucking brains yeah. out.
1: Dalton, you know Dalton. He says a bullet. He says a twenty, a twenty-two bullet's
0: only a nickel. Some shit like that. I don't know. Okay, so his mom's on the phone. Talking about the same guy that's got the American flag and the Marine flag flag hanging outside each side of his carport. That's the same guy. Yes, that's my boy. So his mom's
1: talking to him and. She goes, how many other victims are there? Oh, my God. Like, she just sounded so. Yeah, I have no idea. What? You're such a good boy. I raised you so well. I know. He tells her. Both years that I had you. Right. He tells her, quote, when she asked how many, you do not have enough fingers,
0: he says. So, obviously. That's more than 10. Yeah. Did he cut one of her fingers off? He did not cut his okay. mom's finger off all that right, I'm aware all of. All right. So
1: it's than 10. So we're going on his charges now. Todd Cole help was charged with four counts of murder in relation to the superbike shooting. One count of kidnapping. Kayla Brown. Yep. Um, three additional counts of murder for Charlie, Johnny and Megan. Those were the other people they found on the property. Along with <clears throat> additional count of, an additional count of kidnapping, three counts of possession of weapons during the commission of a violent crime. What about all, what about the 72 weapons or however many it was you found on this property that it wasn't even supposed to have to be? Anyway, that's enough. You got all that shit stacked against you. We don't have to get petty about the little shit.
0: But, you know, but, but I. What? What I think about right there. What? Is what about the families? Okay. of the other victims. We've talked about this a
1: lot yeah. on this podcast. I would want justice if I were that family member. But I am also the person that says government doesn't need to waste a fuck ton of money I, I, on I'm, shit when he's already in jail for life or whatever
0: anyway. I'm with you in both ways. I can't answer that with a definitive... Right, right. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I would probably... if. If I felt like he did it, that would be good enough for me. If Don't so go spend another million dollars. Exactly. If he's admitting it yeah. and and
1: pleading to it, I'm going to get there. Right. So, January 2017, his attorney waived their rights to appear before his plea. Do you remember I told you in the beginning about Maria Oz, who did the documentary? Yeah, yep. Oz. A-W-E-S. E-S. So, she went to prison to visit Todd. Todd wanted her to come Oh, obviously because like you said it's gonna make him famous it's all about me let's talk, right. about, let right. talk about me 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 so she's there with herself her like cameraman and then there's one other guy I think his name is
0: Gary Tammy if you get me interested in this bullshit that I'm gonna do with you I, I'm it, not doing this every week I mean okay but let me
1: tell you what else this motherfucker did so when so ta- i can
0: say fuck him again exactly
1: he can eat a bag of dicks is what he can <laughs> yeah. do i might send him a bag of gummy dicks i might do that i know where he's in prison at oh okay so look when he went into jail can you actually buy gummy dicks? yes i'll show you a picture when we when we get offline yeah you can
0: Hey, we when y'all watch us on YouTube in the future, <laughs> no. she gonna put a bag of gummy dicks on on video.
1: I almost want to change my Griswold cider murder murder logo to a bag of gummy. That was dicks. crown, y'all. I know that was crown. <laughs> Tammy's faux Pop of the week. So Maria is the, the investigative journalist, but with her is Garrett. I don't want to say this because I'm thinking of our Senator Garrett Graves and that's not this No, guy. no, 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 no. Leave him out of this. Gary Garrett. Gary Garrett. Okay. That is close. So Gary Garrett worked for Todd a little while in the real estate thing, oh. but he wasn't making any money, so he got out. But when Todd went in jail... Oh, no,
0: Todd was selling all the fucking right. houses.
1: When Todd went in jail, he called Gary because Gary was trying to be a writer. He's like, you're doing my biography. I'm going to talk to you from jail and you're going to do my biography tell me you don't want fame and glory. Tell me. Wow. So, Maria goes... Sip time. Sip time. Maria goes to the jail to interview Todd on Todd's request and brings her cameraman and Gary Garrett, the biographer. Right. Because, I mean, Gary has to be involved in all this so he can write the biography, right? Fuck. So, while they're trying to talk to him and ask him stuff... You can hear in the background a guard telling them, "Y'all ain't kin to him. Y'all need to get out of here. Y'all need to leave. We don't need a circus media around here." And I was like, "Dude, he the freaking criminal, the convict, the prisoner, whatever the fuck you want to call. He asked them to come. Why the fuck are you giving them a hard time?" Oh wait, this is he's giving the the, Maria and Gary. Yes and she's just sitting there and the Gary guy that's who they talking to yeah now keep in mind they're talking to Todd through a glass and a phone okay right they're not in one of those communal rooms where everybody's together right right okay but I was like uh freedom of speech freedom of the press what and he asked them to be there all right this horrific story is almost over May 26, 2017. So, this is just a hey, few years ago. What?
0: Just FYI. What? We're not going to beat an hour again, okay? Okay. <laughs>
1: May 26, 2017, Todd Colehep pled guilty to seven counts of murder, two counts of kidnapping, and one count of criminal sexual assault, and was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences without the possibility Thank you. of parole.
0: Thank you. The plea bargain. But spared where him go death. From, where did it go from four to seven? Just throughout, throughout the course? Four were the the
1: motorbike, superbike's place. Right. Three was the husband, wife, and the boyfriend of Carla at his property. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The okay. two okay. men didn't have any feet and shoes. Okay,
0: all right, okay, okay. So
1: that's seven. Okay, my bad. I mean, although he's saying he did more, they right. don't have proof. Right. But his um, seven life consecutive without parole... The plea bargain spared him from the death penalty, although his defense swore at his sentencing there were no other victims to be found. Todd Colehep has repeatedly admitted there are at least two other murders, (laughs) and as of August 28th, he has yet to give the authorities the full details on that. Uh, August 28th, 2018. So here we are. That's three years ago. Three
0: years ago. So the producer... So I wonder why he don't want to give them the details of that. He wants. He wants. Obviously, fame. He wants fame. He wants fame.
1: But I think he is holding on to that as a bargaining chip. Probably somewhere down the road. Uh-uh. I, I mean, I don't. What out. are you gonna? What are you gonna bargain? Uh, Take I'm, off two of my life sentences. Of my, I'm, I only want five
0: consecutive life sentences. I'm feeding you a bottle of acid, my boy.
1: <laughs> so. So Todd tells Maria, the producer, that he didn't set out to be a serial killer. He said, all Ooh. you all you had to do is cross my path the wrong way, and then he would kill you. He said he wished he had never done the bike shop. He regrets the women that he's killed. He feels that he only killed the women because he was backed into a corner. Yeah. But if you go back...
0: I'm going to leave that alone.
1: If you go back to the two guys on the property that were supposed to come clean up. Right. One of them, he was like, he drew a knife on me. I'm like, dude, if the guys come to your house to do a job and get paid. Yeah. Why would he draw a knife on you? So, uh, again, back to what probably
0: I said. Probably to protect himself. Well, maybe.
1: <laughs> he probably did draw a knife after you pulled a pistol out. Yeah. You can't bring a, a knife. Don't bring to, a knife to, to a gun show. Gun. Yes. So, um, <laughs> basically, uh, he's... he's Still in jail, as of March twenty nineteen, which is basically when this ended, because it aired soon after. He's still sending letters to Maria, the producer, and Gary, his biographer, and he's in Broad River Correctional Institution in South Carolina. South
0: Carolina. He's in the neighborhood of fifty.
1: Uh, yeah. 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 Maybe a forty.
0: That's Todd fucking help. Another piece of shit, ladies and gentlemen. You, sir, can fuck off. And go fuck yourself. And eat a bag of dicks. Gummy bear dicks. You know well, what? You need to eat your hey, own dick. No, being as pretentious
1: as this motherfucker is, he's probably eating a lot of dicks in jail. Yeah, I'm sure. Against his will.
0: Thank God. So
1: what did you think of that story? Crazy.
0: It... It was crazy. It was crazy. I'm i I'm gonna go out on a limb. Tell me. Uh, Do I get? I preferred the first one. Okay. Not a problem. Um, this one was interesting. Of course. Yes. It was more recent.
1: But the first one was the Louisiana guy, and you tell yeah. me you didn't
0: want another Louisiana person. Oh, did I tell you, you said that? that? Did you I like, lie? It makes her, You
1: said it makes our state look bad.
0: <laughs> did I tell a lie? <laughs> You know what you can go look up? What um, I'm gonna tell you.
1: Tell me um. off air because I don't want to give them a spoiler
0: alert. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So Yeah, let's leave that alone. I
1: gotta do some cleanup here before we end. Yep. Grits with please, a side please. of murder at gmail.com. Come. Facebook, Grits with a side of murder. Y'all can contact us. We're also on Instagram because Jordan handles that for me. And if you have an iPhone, please go to the purple. Apple Podcast, is that what it is? Because I don't have an iPhone. It's a purple icon. I need you to go there, give Grits with a Side of Murder Fire five stars, but you need to say something because Apple isn't going to count your review unless you have a comment. You can say "Eat a bag of dicks"
0: as your comment if you no, want. just just comment because it's good shit. Oh, thank you. It is good shit. You're so sweet. Uh, and one, what, what? I, what? I never knew nothing about. Podcasting? Me either. A few years ago. Well, until you yeah. mentioned it to me and you said, "I want you to podcast with me," and I said, "Huh?" Because you're great. And I said, "Huh?" So I did a podcast and I dressed up for it. And now you know. And she said, "I have a great radio face." But you don't. You have a great
1: <laughs> human being, wonderful, beautiful face.
0: <laughs> That's why I love I you so much. I will never
1: fucking live that down. That was Tammy's <laughs> faux pas of the week that week.
0: Can we do with a month? Oh, I have so many all okay. the time. Okay, so you Tammy. roof claim it. Yes. Send us no, out. First of all, thank okay. you for doing oh, for my, doing your podcast. My shabby. This is this is really good shit. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. I, I'm gonna probably do another one oh, my you? God. after Harold does one. Oh don't again. Oh. no, I'm just kidding. I ain't gonna make him go through that. He didn't really like it. I know it. my boy so much. But you're, like, so talkative and personable. Yeah, I, I do. I love to talk. And love to talk. I just wish there was more people around us. Oh. But it's okay. It's just me and you. But they can hear us all. The 147. So listeners. there is more people there. around us. Yes, See? there are. Yeah. Anyway. I love you, much. So. I love you, Tammy. And
1: tell me about your number. Throw out the roof claim. I, wait, I love, I love Ken Atlanta Lana <laughs> so much for
0: introducing
1: me <laughs> to and you Yo, and Harold. That's how I feel too. <laughs> I tell my neighbors all the time, you've introduced me to so many awesome people. I appreciate it so much.
0: Seriously. Okay, y'all. Hey, roofflame.com. One of the nation's largest roofing contractors, James Stump Marshall. If you have roof damage or if you think you have roof damage, call me. I will be glad to help you through the insurance process. You don't have to pay for a roof. Let your insurance company pay for that. Amen, brother. How long have you paid insurance premiums? And never filed a claim. Yeah. All right. Let's do this.
1: So we're going to take it out on some uh, Zotico mic. Let's do this. All right. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.